Hey everybody, it's me again. Um, not much to talk about this week, to be honest. We have gotten, I think, uh, two more patrons since last time, which again, super awesome. Really appreciate your guys' support. It means the world to us. Um, yeah, since there's not really many announcements, I will get right into reading off all of your wonderful, beautiful names. Or usernames. So, big shout out to Zach724, Kenneth Shaughnessy, The Sosuke, Stephen Jennings, SCP Archives, Robo Ghost World, Miss Chaotic Evil, Morgan Coburn, Tommy Fitzpatrick, The Bat Sammy, Cinder Soul, Hashtag Team Slurpee, Duane McGessie, Hope Von Gunten, Nick, Esley, Demon Cat Sally, Christopher Walker, and Gideon Ebling. Thank you guys all so, 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 so much. We really do appreciate it. It's incredible, to say the least. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Um had fun getting the image for the thumbnail, had fun recording it, of course, and uh, I'm sure you will all have fun listening to it. Enjoy. The following podcast contains material which may not be suitable for all listeners. Full content warnings are available in the show notes. Previously on Meddling with Monsters. You're going to tell me everything that you know? I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you anything, lady, like I promise. And then she sets down a little hypnotizing thing and it's sister and he looks at it and his eyes glaze over. The headline is two boys missing in bearskin mine. Parents fear the worst. You look out and you see a sign that says Portera next exit. And you, you know that like that is where I need to go. I'm uh, I'm Joe. Uh, I am Dane. What was that on your hand again? Just show them, Dane. Just show them. And Dane will <laughs> whip out, whip out a tongue. Oh, he backs up and he sort of stares at you like a little scared. And then he just turns and starts running. And they show their phone to you and it's an article. And it says, beloved community member missing. And there's a photo attached. And you recognize the photo, unfortunately, because it is a photo of your new friend, Joe. <laughs> summer breaks into fall in Appalachia. The days remain hot as ever, but the early mornings can be surprisingly cool. You might wake up needing to put on a coat just to step outside, but by midday it'll be too hot for anything other than shorts and a t-shirt. Living in such a climate requires a willingness to take life as it comes, to adapt to your circumstances. You, Cassandra, have been adapting to much more than just a sudden change in temperature. 
Your powers have been growing and shifting quicker and quicker of late. Once again, as you try to sleep, your dreams have shown you an image of a man, his face weathered with age and regret, his body thrown back into a seemingly bottomless abyss. And once again, before he can completely disappear from sight, you are thrown awake. The shiver that runs through you is in part due to the chilliness of the air inside the Winnebago, but it is also from the dread at knowing that this vision is fated to happen without your intervention and the feeling that you are running out of time to stop it with each day, each hour you wait. You also find that you are alone in the room as Dane must have arisen earlier on his own. What do you do? Cassandra is going to go and see where everybody is after, you know, like changing out of their pajamas. Okay, um, Tempest, are you an early riser or a late sleeper? I think Tempest sleeps late as often as they can get, but their definition of late is like 10 in the morning. Okay, so I'm going to assume that you're probably still sleeping in your room. We've mm-hmm. established that there's two rooms in the Winnebago. One is being used for the infirmary. Yeah. Either Dane and Cassandra are sleeping in that one, and you're just going to use it for the infirmary when you need to. Or I have envisioned, if you're okay with this, that the living space has like a pull-out, like, futon-type yeah. thing. Yeah, that seems So that's reasonable. probably what they've been sleeping on. Mm-hmm. So, Cassandra, you get changed and you head out. Ashton, then question for you. You've been sleeping in your cabin, right? Yeah, his his small house. I just kind of want to know, because I know that we've already established when t- t- Cassandra walks out, they're going to see M and Dane. I, would you be awake, too? Would you be coming out of your apartment or house or no? If everyone's outside, he's inside then. Probably, like, making pancakes and shit, but he's awake by this okay, point. Okay, okay. So I think then Cassandra... Uh, if you open the door to the Winnebago, what you're going to see is M and Dane together sitting around the remains of the campfire. And M is showing Dane her phone. Dane, just as a quick recap for you, M showed you the picture on the phone, basically saying like, you know, a beloved community member, whatever, gone missing. <laughs> and you saw your friend Joe. Cassandra opens the door. What kind of expression did they see on Dane's face looking at M's phone? It's an expression of mixed apathy and um, curiosity. It's like in in a way that is like, oh, this is something that I'm not personally vested in, but it's like, oh, that is somewhat distantly related to me. So I suppose I should <laughs> <Yes>. care. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So Cassandra, you see this kind of expression on Dane's face. So what do you do or say? Um, Cassandra is going to just walk up, uh, and ask what's going on. Um, well, uh, good news is we have another lead. Bad news is someone else might be dead. So, win some, lose some. (laughs) Is Cassandra shown the picture? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it look like the old man in the... I knew you were going to ask that. It does not. Okay. This looks like someone maybe in their later 40s, 50s. The person in your picture looked like they had to have been like 80 or more. Okay. It's a good guess, though. Good thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cassandra under the breath would, meet, would, would like mother out. Uh, it's not them. Okay. Um, and then look to the rest. So... That's three people missing in the caves, in the mines now. Um, Seems like this is more urgent than we thought it would be. Yep. 
Fuck. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't think, um, does it, do you know if Tempest is awake yet? I think me and then we're going to go into town or something. What's the plan? Oh, where would, where would Tempest be again? Tempest would have been in the, assume, you assume that they would be sleeping in the Winnebago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they would have gone, we didn't pass them. They just bother to check. <laughs> so they're going to go back inside. Yeah, because, yeah, you, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tempest, are you still, still sleeping? At what time is it? Uh, it's pretty early. Uh, I think we, this is soon after Dane woke up and we've established that Dane, you, you wake up pretty early, Dane, right? So, cause you don't really sleep. No, so. not really. Um, Unless there's been a decent amount of noise or movement I th- or, it, or Cassandra left the door of the Winnebago open. I don't think they would yeah. have woken up. If, if, it, if they left the door open and it got really cold, all of a sudden that would wake them up. Cause it's like, what the fuck? Did you leave the door open, Cassandra? <laughs> yes. Were you raised in a barn? What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah they, 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 they do. They're very bleary and they're like, why is it so cold all of a sudden? And then and then Cassandra like pops back in uh, and you hear them like moving around in the Winnebago. It was, what's going on? Another person in the town went missing. Another, wait, wait. wait. Wait, what? <laughs> they, that, that starts to wake them up and they like sit up and try yeah. and claw their hair out of their face. Are there doors? I assume it was like a curtain. I assumed so. I haven't been envisioning that there are two like separate closed doored rooms in the Winnebago and then the living space. And those are the three sort of sealed off areas. So Interesting. Interesting. So then, yeah, then they would pop the door open. They're definitely wearing like just a T-shirt and whatever pajama pants they packed, whatever sweatpants <laughs> for, for no, clamming. Just visually, do they have because Tempest is very much a scientist. Do the pajamas have a pattern on them that is science related? Please tell oh, me. Oh, you, you know, know they do. that they have like anglerfish. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Appropriate and, given the last art. And their lures glow in the dark. Oh, yeah, d- definitely. 100%. Sort of, I was going to make some sort of helix fossil joke, but. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so. Tempest, uh, Cassandra Tempest wanders out with this this get up on, looking probably a little bit tired and dazed. Yeah. Pre first cup of tea in the morning. <laughs> yeah, there. There was a report this morning that someone went off missing into the mines again. Shit. I will give you this briefly, Cassandra. The report did not say anything about off into the mines. It just oh, said that okay. they, 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 were missing. they were missing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you've probably intuited enough that, like, <laughs> you know, but yes. Um, do, do we know anything about it? Nothing more than what was given, but um, I think M wants to go sooner into the town to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll get dressed. And I think they, they close the door. <laughs> okay. Um, Cassandra, I assume that you just go out back into the, you know, back with Dane and M. Yeah, and closes the door this time. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. Ashton, do you come out with just like a bunch of pancakes or something or what? He comes out with fucking uh, this bowl of eggs, like scrambled eggs. And also a uh, plate with, like, pancakes, like, at least 12 of them. 
I'm, I always pick, I'm picturing it like, you know, when you're, you know, when you're babysitting children and they have those plates that are paper plates that are animal faces. Oh my God. <laughs> I always think that I should like drag some of those out from when he was 10 and he stayed here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's not using those, but those probably are somewhere. Yeah. They're hidden away in the secret the, cabinet. Those are, those are the, um, the dinner party plates. Ah, yes. Fine china. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fanciest of dinner parties. Oh, yeah. I'm having my boss over for dinner. Get out the fancy plates. (laughs) (laughs) Bring out the Shrek glasses. I'm curious, Dane, do you just assume, okay, these pancakes and scrambled eggs are for me? Yes. Dane just, like, gets gets a bib ready. Just like, oh, yeah. Why do you have a bib? <laughs> you just have a fucking bib on you? Where do you keep it? It's just like, I don't know. It's There's probably not an actual bib, pocket. but rather just like pantomiming, like putting on a bib, just like. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dork. Yeah, okay. Nerves. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, so I assume... The gang gets some breakfast, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ashton serves it out. Ashton has not said anything this morning. He's just kind of waking up slowly. Tempest will join. They're dressed normally. They are dressed presentably, but it's very clear that, like, they didn't bother to flick down their collar or anything. Their hair is just pulled back, not braided. They have rushed. All right. So... I, I think me and Tempest were going to head into town, try and do some legwork and figure some shit out that way. What are the three of y'all going to be doing? Are you going to come with us? Or how are we splitting this up? We can go and look on foot around the area and see if there are other entrances. Or perhaps just get a better idea of the actual layout of the land. If we think this is underground, we might need equipment. Stuff at least I don't have. Oh, I got us covered. I got us covered on that. They shrug. You would not hurt to take stock of our resources. Yeah, it's been a while since I checked out the old uh, storage container, so we might have to stop by there in town. Wait, you have a storage container in town? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you got a lot of stuff. Where do you uh, get all this anyway? Yeah. Time. Money. Stealing it. Huh. Last one is fair. I appreciate that. Yeah, I thought you would um, like that. <laughs> she grins a little bit. Um, okay, so if I remember correctly, me and me and Tempest, we were going to get, uh, try and figure out if we could find any information on like schematics for the mine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it seems like... Uh, uh, Ashton's gonna check on his storage container. There's schematics for a mine. Always. Old, old I thought they just kind of. I thought it's they just, just kind of dig that shit out. I mean, they have to have plans to make sure the whole thing doesn't collapse. How so, how else do you think they're able to track back maps? They need to make a map. I thought they make the map after they dig it out. This isn't Minecraft. What's Minecraft? What is Minecraft? <laughs> yeah. I, I won't do. I'm not gonna do a thing where Ashton's like, and then you see your like limited edition Steve figure, and you're like, oh god, did I forget about Minecraft? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I erased Minecraft from my brain. <laughs> oh. 
all of my survivor worlds where are they <laughs> not my not my 10 year hardcore hardcore world no yeah. oh man all my stuff on tb2t must have been grieved <laughs> dane is imploding <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. does play minecraft no Dane doesn't play Minecraft. Dane would live Minecraft. It's just like, oh, I need to go like. I will kill break some shit. the trees with my hands. <laughs> yeah, basically, right? <laughs> break the trees with my hands. Break rocks with my hands. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, I don't want to push all forward too much, but I, you yeah. know, just good for you guys to be getting some legwork done. So it seems like M and Tempest are going to be headed out, probably taking casts into the city or the town, maybe looking at one of the libraries or something like that. I'm sure the two of them will figure out a plan. Mm-hmm. And then Ashton, you want to actually go look at your storage container? Is that fair? Yes. Okay. Anyone is welcome to come with me, though. It probably will just be Ashton. If no. One... Okay. What about Jane uh, and Cassandra? You two. Well, since Dane wants to explore, it'd probably be good for Cassandra to tag along, since they're the one with the feeling. Oh, oh! Can we do uh, Luke Skywalker and Yoda on Dagobah? Yes. Like I carry you on. I, I wanna. <laughs> Hold on, Spider-Monkey, let's go. Oh, yeah, like, like Dane just, like, rushing through the forest with a little Cassandra backpack to the <laughs> Yes. Give it to me. Yes. It's ridiculous. I love it. Dana, please. Yes. yes. I'll push all of that. I'm not gonna, like... Yeah, that's, that's totally on y'all. Okay, so if everyone knows where they're going, then I think we can just do these scenes now. Um, Let's go. I think probably the logical place to start will be with M and Tempest in the in Cass driving into the city. Um, God, I, I'm sorry. It's just the fact that M named her her Cass. Cassandra and I'm like wait what I you know it's so funny I didn't even I named that car based on a totally unrelated sort of thing and I didn't realize until after like I said it I was like oh yeah it's the same name well all right we're just gonna keep going with that (laughs) Mm -hmm. um because I've never called Cassandra she's never called Cassandra Cass she's always said Cassandra no Um, if anybody calls Cassandra Cass they're they're just gonna be like don't (laughs) don't um yeah, so Anne and Tevis, you two are in the car. Uh, are you, Are you? we kind of had this, it's sort of a repeat of you two have driven together before. Yeah. Their attitude towards you has not been anywhere near as like, yeah. you know, annoyed and combative as it has that first time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you're like the book nerd or whatever. So where would yeah. we go to figure out mine stuff? Um, library is probably a good spot to start unless I don't have any access to... No, are these mines, uh, are this, is this active or historical? I'll give you this because this would take just a quick Google search. Yeah. Uh, and I think Em's actually probably already done a little bit of it. Um, mm-hmm. She's like, based on a, what I read, there was like an accident or something uh, a while back. They've been closed ever since. It's just historical. Oh, yeah, library then. We don't have to deal with um, actual mines or miners, which is a plus. Do you not like miners? <laughs> I mean, I don't really want anyone else getting hurt, do you? Oh, that's fair. Yeah, no. I mean, at least as much as we can help it. I... You you doing okay with that? The whole people dying every second longer we take to solve this thing? Let me just say I would not be upset if we move faster. 
they're very much tapping their fingers on the windshield. Not not the windshield. What am I saying? On the armrest. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of holding themselves very still, but their fingers won't stop moving. It's very clearly like nerves or anxiety. Yeah. Uh, M is driving at a you know reasonably quick pace. I don't think M gives a shit about the speed limit. Yeah, but at the same time, some of the roads, you know, if you take them too fast, you might fly yeah, off the side, and then you're really not going to be able to solve anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I... I I get it. Um, just, just you know, be 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 ready. We might not save everybody. It doesn't often happen that way. Last time we were actually pretty lucky, all things considered. How do you um, how do you handle that? Um, practice. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and. I mean, kind of that, and also, like, what makes you think I do handle it particularly well? I mean, you seem to be adjusted. She laughs when you say that. (laughs) Mood. Or at least you put on a show of it. Yeah, I... I mean, I don't know, the alternative is just being... uh, When when you do... when, When you do this sort of thing for a living. Um, you, I mean, don't, you know, don't take this the wrong way or whatever, but like, I imagine you haven't lost a lot of people. Like, I don't, are there killer clams? I assume there's not killer clams. <laughs> I've been lucky enough to avoid them. That implies yeah. that there are killer clams, <laughs> though. <laughs> there are clams that can kill you. You just have to be really stupid about not getting your arm stuck in the mouth. Oh, uh, like the big ones. Yes. The real big ones. People-sized ones. Yes. Those clams are out there. This sort of thing, you know, doing it, like, it's... It is the kind of job where you see a lot of shit and either you, you know, get out of this line of work and find something else or it, you know, it gets you too, or you just you find a way to do it. Um, and I don't know. It's it's not the, it becomes a lot less about I don't know saving the world or finding things like that, which I don't even really do a lot of, to be honest with you. And just, it's a, it's a job. It's a job with a high fatality rate and you manage it. You learn to do what you got to do to get through an everyday. I guess if the alternative is breaking. Or worse. Yeah. Hmm. They're just staring at the windshield. Why do I keep saying windshield? Window. And <laughs> staring straight ahead. Straight <laughs> ahead. Thousand yard stare. Um, mm, yes, and just, road. Again, they, I think they will, event, they'll like pull out their notebook and start trying to compare notes on the stuff that they know with the stuff they had looked up. Okay. Is that going to be an investigative mystery role or are you just going to um, save that for later? I think I want to save that until they have more actual information. Yeah. Okay. I just, I, yeah, it's just a flavor yeah. thing then. You're just looking over your notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's... I mean, I think, you know, the Mr. I have houses everywhere kind of makes it look probably a little 
glamorous. But if you don't have houses everywhere, then it is kind of a thing where you got to sort of just do whatever you need to get by. Yeah, they nod. Most of us don't have, you know, uh, I don't know, yeah. famous parents or whatever yeah. <laughs> doing this. Is, um, is Ashton's mom famous? Like, he met, I don't think he's mentioned his dad, so. I don't know much about his dad. Uh, yeah, no, his mom. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, his His mom is actually like one of the things that got me into this. I don't know whether to thank her or be mad at her for that, but yeah, no, I mean she was she was the shit, dude. She was so cool. <laughs> they look a little amused by that phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> the shit. <laughs> yeah, no, like like she was she was a big fucking deal. Um I didn't know the monster hunting community had celebrities. It's not like I mean it's a lot, you know it, it, there's not like I don't know, magazines or whatever, at least not ones you're going to find in like your doctor's waiting room or something. Oh, that would be fun. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, uh, but no, I mean, you know, like I said, this job has a high fatality rate. And if you manage to not die after a long enough time, people eventually, you know, you eventually become something. Huh. Interesting. Yep. So, you know, he's the, yeah, Yeah. he's, he's little famous monster hunter junior. (laughs) <laughs> I wonder what that does to you. Yeah, well, better than some of us have it. So um, mm-hmm. as she's talking about this, y'all do start to pull into town. And I think you do just pull up into the like Portera public library or whatever. Excellent. All right. You're the nerd. Lead the way. She gestures like with her <laughs> arms a little dramatically to the door. <laughs> Thanks. And yeah, they, they, they get up and they go. I think, mm, yeah, Tempest knows them, the Dewey Decimal System, beeline for local history. Okay. You're beeline for local history and you're looking for records on the mine, right? Yeah, yeah. They've, they've done their local folklore research. This is just about mine format, disasters. Lots of people die in mines, but any unprecedented deaths... Okay, I will describe the library a little bit as you walk in. Mm-hmm. Pretty standard public library, small town stuff. It's not large at all. It looks nice enough, but I mean, we all we kind of have that vision in our head. I think of like of a public library, like the the fluorescent lighting a little bit, and mm-hmm. the shelves all lined with the books laid out. And it does have some art, mural style, depicting a little bit of the history of the town, some things like that. And there is one librarian desk, and behind that is a young, probably, in, well, maybe not super young, but like mid-twenties woman uh, with medium brown skin wearing a brightly colored blue with a little bit of white patterning in it, hijab over her head. Oh, um, hi, hi, how are, you, how are y'all doing? Do you need any help or anything? Um, hi. Um, doing some research on local history for a project. Do you know what direction I need to go? Oh, yeah, 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 I can, uh, I can help with that. Uh, and she sets down a book. You see that she's reading a book about possums. Um, <laughs> yeah! Possums! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, what, what kind of specific stuff are y'all looking for? Um, mostly the history of the mines in this region. Oh, okay, yeah, the mines, the mines. Uh, uh, any particular, are you guys looking at bearskin mines somewhere else or what? 
just uh, you would know. I think uh, yeah. Tim, uh, Cassandra might have told you that Bearskin Mine was yeah. the that was the place where someone the boys went missing. Yeah, that that's the one. Oh uh, yeah, sure. So um, you're gonna find some stuff over here. Uh, you're looking for like just just history of the mine. Uh, yeah, basically, for for starters. Okay. Um, yeah. No, she points you over to the section. Um, if you need anything else, uh, I'll I'll be over at the desk. Awesome. Thank you. Sure. No worries. You get some books on the history of the mine. Mm-hmm. And I assume you just find a table somewhere. I'm going to say that there's not. Uh, you know, it's early in the morning. The library's just open. There's not a ton of yeah. activity. Um, I and actually think for the moment you might be the only couple people in the library, mm-hmm. at least for the time. And yeah, I assume you just sit down, and spread your books out, and start reading, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Tempest would, like, like offer M their choice of book if they desire it. They're like, well, uh, hmm. Um, I'll take... Actually, you tell me, uh, you give me, like, I assume it's just, like, history of... History. Yeah, history of the mines, history of the local region, whatever companies were involved. Again, my knowledge of mining history is strictly limited to an avid love of Old Gods of Appalachia. So, <laughs> yes, I think that she takes one, which is some histories, like oral histories from some of the miners. Mm-hmm. The bearskin accident, which you can read about in a sec, probably was one of many mining accidents. But there is still, you know, oral histories and stuff taken from miners both before and at the time. Mm-hmm. So she grabs that one. She starts reading it. I'm going to see you probably getting maybe something a little bit more broad or technical. Yeah. Um, okay. she, and they're they're specifically looking for if there are anything related to like schematics or maps. That's th- they're making a beeline for that as well. OK, I think we're going to have you roll and investigate a mystery here. You can take plus one forward since you hit the books earlier. Thank you. And, and that's what, information do, what is, does that mean roll wise that I add plus one to whatever I roll? That just means for and it's only for this roll, but it means you get to add plus one to this investigative mystery roll in addition to whatever other bonuses you have. OK, just a moment. Eleven. Awesome. So you get to ask me two questions. I kind of want to go with what sort of creature is it? Okay, and how are you expecting to get that? And I'm not saying you, you shouldn't. I'm just trying to like work this in narratively. What are you what are you f- looking for that would help you inform that specific question? Are there what are the kind of accidents that happen to people in this mine? What kind of stories do people tell about it? Okay. They they I um, think they would think to get the monster, but they would think to get things about the monster. I can actually give you this um, because you've been doing some reading. Uh, I have. In and out of character. <laughs> I think you're looking over it. And it's kind of weird because this is this is you rolling, but I'm going to sort of give it to you through this way. I think M is reading the book and she's like, oh, this, this, uh, this passage seems potentially relevant. And she flips it over to you and she's uh, got her finger on a passage and it's a miner describing, it's a miner by the name of Gus Stevens, and he is one of the only survivors of the accident. Mm-hmm. We, we, you keep saying the accident, and I'm very curious about the accident. You would know that an accident happened here. That would not be something that would require a ton of digging. Yeah. I'm not going to make you spend a point on that. You, you know that there was an accident in the mine. There was like a fire, like a... Um, of some kind in the mine and it caused a collapse and most of the miners did not make it out that went in that day. One of the miners that you see by the name of Gus Stevens talked about hearing before the explosion happened and before some of the subsequent collapse, he talks about hearing what sounded like other footsteps 
in the mine or knocking on the walls. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, this is good because, and you, you have been reading, you, Daisy, have been reading a little bit about the I, idea. Daisy, have been reading about mine folklore, and I yes. demand to discover that the Tommy knockers from Cornish mythology did make it across the pond, and that mm-hmm. they could either be viewed as helpful spirits who are knocking on the sides of the walls to let people know it's not safe, or evil ones who are trying to knock the mine down. Yeah, (laughs) and so he talks about some of that in his statement, and the text dismisses it as, you know, like a byproduct of sound in the mind, or just kind of like, you know, legends, things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You perk up on it in part because maybe you've been uh, doing some reading reading on on this. And so you you think that maybe in terms of what sort of creature is it? If, if it's Tommy Knockers, now you don't know one for sure that it is that, right? Yeah. But um, or that it's one to one how you know about it in your reading. But it does imply at the very least the way that he describes it that maybe there's more than just one thing roaming. Down. Like on the last time it was one big yeah. bad monster. This time it might be more than one entity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that tempest will relay what they know of said tommy knockers to m and be like so multiple and possibly related to previous accidents i wonder if we could i wonder if we could find out if there have been people in there since the accident well we know at least the two that went missing went in there mm-hmm. at least we presume uh, has um, there been anyone who went in there who didn't go missing? Or is this a thing that has been active since the accident, maybe before? Um, is that going to be your other question? Mm-hmm. I sort of see this as you can spend a certain amount of time yeah. here, right? And I'm, I'm also going to say that thing. finding information on this stuff, because it's a, a local thing, is not the easiest. So it does take you time to find it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess to me, hmm. I think M shows you that. And now you kind of like, you've been looking over some of your stuff. You found, you know, some basic info, like I said, about the accident and things like that. What are you going to choose to spend your time on investigating now? Hmm. I think they've got a decent hunch about said knockers. I think they're going to focus more on the layout of the mine and how they're going to get in there. So let's call it, where did it go? Where did it go? Or I'm trying to think of what is being concealed here would be more. What's being where concealed did it go? here would do it. Some, something of some, whatever gets them more information about the way the mind's yeah, laid out. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to think what works best for that. So I think maybe where did it go is kind of more like if you're trying to track something down. What is being concealed here? This is That'll what I'm going to give you is I'm actually going to give you something which is not 100% what you were looking for, but might actually be more valuable than what you were looking for. Go for it. You, you read more of Gus Stevens' statement. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he described is that he was someone who worked in the mine. He was actually a, a respected mine worker. He uh, he describes feeling like he knew the way that that mine was laid out pretty well. And he talks about when they were, when they had realized that there was a problem and they were trying to get out, that it, seemed hard like he felt disoriented and again the book dismisses it as maybe like a gas leak or just panic what you get from that which again is not what you were looking for but it will be more helpful than uh even what you intended to find Mm -hmm. is that perhaps whatever plans you could find of this mine 
you wouldn't necessarily want to trust them to stay accurate while you were in it. Noted. Interesting. <laughs> so, yes. So that's kind of what you you figure out. And I think it does, like I said, it's Tempest is smart, but there's hard to find. And actually, I think even that part of Gus's statement like isn't in that book. It takes you a while to like cross-reference it to some other book or something like that. So this whole thing takes you like a while to put together, even though it's relatively simple information. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very helpful information. Like you don't want to, I think what you know is like, okay, I don't want to just run into this place yeah. and trust that I can just find a map. At least, at least, a, um, I guess the other thing I will give in terms of what's being concealed, you do know that the last time you needed to find where the monster is, the magic map was what was helpful, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe a, maybe a regular schematics won't be as much helpful, but maybe dealing with that could potentially be useful. Anyways, do we have a preference in who goes first, Ashton or Cassandra Dane? I don't mind who. No they preference. can go first if they want. No okay. preference. Yeah, I should have n- not expected <laughs> anyone to have hard opinions. <laughs> yeah, who do you think we are? Decision makers? Nah. God. Well, the thing is, for all of my ADHD, I am. So I have to remind myself that other people are. <laughs> <laughs> Then I actually think it'll be appropriate. I like the idea of starting with Cassandra and Dane because I kind of want to have some character character stuff. Sure. It's just me. So two of you together, um, you know, we, we cut to Dane, Yoda, like Luke Skywalker style, carrying Yoda, i.e. Cassandra, yeah. on his back. Where are y'all headed? Um, basically just like uh, Dane's idea is that we're going to go into the woods into the mountains a little bit we're not gonna go too far we're just kind of yeah in other woods um but um <laughs> we're gonna just do a little bit of uh just surveying the land really seeing if we come across anything seeing uh because the, the schematics and local maps will only give us so much uh dane figures a first-hand look at everything might be a little bit more helpful um, okay, and I guess here's the thing. Are you trying to look around the woods? You're trying to go up to more the mountains, the mine? I think you would know at this point that the mine is probably relevant. Are you headed more in that direction? More towards yeah. the Are mine. Looking... Yeah, Cassandra would guide okay. Dane more towards the mine. Yeah, mm. definitely. This is what I'm going to tell you then. You finally get up into a good outcropping, right? Okay. And you're able to actually look down, and you're able to find and see the main mine entrance. And as you expect, maybe, um, as you know from some of your previous intel and also just your intuition, given that two folks have gone missing in it, it is actually surrounded by police cars and things like that. Mm -hmm. The other thing that you see, which makes you perhaps a little bit more concerned, is there are a few vans there with the nice, big, bright green leaf logo on the side of them. fucking damn it. These motherfuckers, I swear to God. Shit, 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 shit. Um, yeah, what do, y'all, what do y'all do upon seeing this? You were maybe looking for alternative entrances, but now you see the main entrance and you see those vans. Cassandra, like, asks Dane to stay still for a bit and snaps a picture on her phone. Okay. And then looks at Dane and is like, uh, all right, well, we're not going in through there, so... We're going to have to find one of the other entrances, if there's any. Yes. Part of me was already expecting them to be here. I have no signal here at the moment, so I can't tell them that yet. Ugh, they're going to be a real pain in the ass, aren't they? If they're here, that means they may be in town. Shit. Probably. Does this mean we get to fight humans? 
Maybe. Get to? <laughs> I'm kind of hoping to fight something with at least half a brain. <laughs> I guess bitch boy doesn't count for that. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's not even here to defend himself. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's move on to the next point. Right. And they'll skirt around. Okay. Where are y'all headed next, and what is the next point? Well, well, Dane is going to follow their intuition and go to the last point where they saw Joe. Okay. Excellent. Without telling Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because did I guess you didn't relay that you saw them to anyone yet, have you? There was a mention that Dane had encountered somebody and that their name yes. was Joe and everything, but they did not tell them. Uh, they, they knew that the encounter went poorly, but they did not let anyone know that, as far as I remember anyway, um, that yes. the person that had gone missing was Joe. No, that's and totally fair. So now, are, uh, are you keeping that to yourself on purpose, or does it just not occur to Dane? Oh, uh, that's a that's on purpose. It's a pride thing. Dane is not a. <laughs> oh, that's good. I love that. <laughs> Dane is like, I would never <laughs> cause a mistake. Uh, yeah. I would never <laughs> get someone killed based on my bad social skills. Yep. <laughs> Again. 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 Oh, Again. Right. Again. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go to the point where we last saw Joe. Okay, what do you tell Cassandra as to why you're going there, though? Why there of all places? Do you say this is where I last saw the person? Yeah. That person that I encountered, they seemed to know the area. They were hiking in this general region. Perhaps there is something of note, or perhaps a trail. I imagine these mines are expensive and probably walked by miners as well. Or something. Cassandra just gives Dane a really confused look. <laughs> Knowing a lot of these towns, these mines are usually not in use anymore. I don't see why. No, but if kids these days are anything like I was, <laughs> sneaking into places you shouldn't be is a favorite pastime. Kids these days. <laughs> Kids these days. With their signs and Shut their, the fuck up. their flashy <laughs> clothes. And their brightly colored hair. When I was a boy. And, and their Minecrafts. <laughs> and their Minecrafts. <laughs> yeah. So this is what I'm going to tell you. You see, it looks fairly similar to what you saw the day before. You presume maybe no one else has come by to like clean it up or whatever. And so... There's a sizable amount of the side of the cliff or whatever, the mountain that has come off, slid right. down. At a first glance, that's what you see if you don't look around anymore. Remembering how that encounter went, Dane is going to remember that they ran after them and then got bear maced. And so they are going to look around for their big humongo footsteps and follow those footprints to where they got bear maced and try and pick up the path from there. Perfect. I'm probably going to have Dane roll investigate a mystery. Cassandra, is there sure. any, before I have him do that, is there anything you would want to do like while you're still in that particular area or anything like that? No, Cassandra's just kind of mostly confused considering this area is not like, you know, around the mountain or like more closer to the base of the mountain, I'm assuming. 
Uh, yeah, a little bit more so. It yeah. is still kind of in the same, I mean, this is how the Appalachians are a little bit. It's sort of in the same sort of mountain yeah. system as the mine is, but yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm um, just kind of mostly confused at this point. <laughs> yeah, that won't come back to bite Dane in any way. No, absolutely not. Dane, you, you sure about this? I have a good feeling. What feeling does Cassandra have? You know, this is actually really good. You should roll, before Dane does his thing, you should roll read a bad situation. You might figure out something about Dane. And I guess when you say is your feeling, is this purely like what is Cassandra's feeling or what is, you know, Cassandra and the powers within? It's more like, like the powers. Cassandra's mostly just feeling confused. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me a read a bad situation then. Uh, that's that is a 10. Wonderful. You get to ask three questions. Let's see, uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? This is intriguing. You know, this is kind of a little unorthodox, but I actually think that it's... Let me ask you this. Did you read the article? The one about the community figure going missing? Did you read it? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just going to give you this because I think this is fun. Um, <laughs> in terms of dangers we haven't noticed, this is kind of loosely a danger, but you remember that Dane said something about meeting a Joe. Mm-hmm. You remember the person in the article <laughs> was named Joe. <laughs> Dane has weirdly seemed to not want to tell you about this. <laughs> what? What? Who's Joe? I don't know what Joe. You're a Joe. <laughs> don't you fucking lie to me. Don't you fucking lie to me, Joe. Not fucking Joe. Don't you fucking lie to me, Joe. I am Joe now. Joe, 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 Joe. No, that's just a new name. That's a new name. Signed Joe by Cassandra. Da, 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 da. But yeah, at that moment, that realization being like, hey, wait a minute. That's the same Joe, isn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. Dane, don't you fucking lie to me. I am not... no. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love how he's like, I am not... (laughs) Dane, what happened when you met Joe? I told you, and I showed him my... Mouths and then even ran. Is this the reason why we're away from the mountain? No. Uh uh uh, uh huh, uh huh. Dane? Just trust me. Dane? He was fine when I left him. Question that I have, and this is for the two of you to answer Does Dane lie to Cassandra very often? It's not so much lie as it is omit <laughs> truth. <laughs> the Dane, Dane would never straight up lie to Cassandra. It is okay. very difficult. It is very difficult for Dane to just to straight up lie to Cassandra because there's no benefit for him um, yes. to do so, and it's not a strong skill for him. Would he hide something? Absolutely. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, and that's why I feel comfortable working this into a read about situation rather than just an investigative mystery. Is I think the danger you haven't noticed, Cassandra, and you, for I guess first off, Cassandra, do, do you normally get the sense that Dane is honest with you most of the time? 
most of the time, yeah. But yeah, there are too many dots here. <laughs> so Dane omitting something, the two of you work very closely as a team, so it is a danger that you haven't noticed if Dane is not being honest with you because you being able to trust him is very much something that keeps you safe. Dane, Dane, you know I don't like it. When you don't tell me things that can be important or, you know, mm. won't, or, you know, well, we'll end up with us being, you know, in danger. I would tell you the important parts. I told you it was a lead. And that it would point us in the right direction. The identity of the person does not matter. I don't even know they're lost in the mines. They aren't simply lost. They could have been skewered by a moose or something. <laughs> I don't know if they have moose down here. Moose. Let me moose. pull out my Nokia to check. <laughs> Do they have moose in Georgia? They have deer. They have deer. I don't know about moose. Elk, I think. Elk. Do they have moose in Georgia? The phenomenon of random research. While uh, Clyde's looking that up, do you realize you still have two more questions yeah, if you yeah, want yeah. to use okay. them, Cassandra? Okay. Very important moose question. Uh, they see. are locally extinct. Huh. Interesting. So, Dane wouldn't know oh, wait, that, though. Hold on. Wait. That's that's Georgia, the country, not the state. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I no. can see Dane being like, even if they are locally extinct, last time I was here, there were moose. I remember um, it. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Alaska, Colorado, Connecticut, Idaho, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Montana, Michigan, Nevada, New Hampshire, New York, North Dakota, Oregon, Utah, Vermont, Washington, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Somebody put a pin in the back of this. So, uh... Cassandra, I'm so sorry. Did you have other two questions? I'm mostly just trying to figure out what... Okay, so the other danger is Dane. The danger you did not notice was Dane not being honest about yeah. you with everything, which yeah. is dangerous to you. Um, however, you still have, you know, plenty of other questions that you, and I will work with you for sure. Okay, um, Sandra and Pomabe, thinking about what is their best way out? <laughs> of the situation or? Trying to see um, how they could probably get Dane off back on track. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, this is actually, and Dane, you can inform this with me a little bit if you want to. Last night, Dane, you were thinking a lot about, you know, a lot of your past memories and stuff, right? Yeah. So would it stand to reason that maybe one of the best things Cassandra could do to get you out of, you know, this sort of lying state is to like, you know, maybe level with you a little bit and be like, hey, I know you're stressed out, like, but we can't let that get in the way of us saving people now. Like, I, I don't Yeah. And you can, if that's not the case, you can tell me what would be the best way. That's a good question. I think... The best way to get Dane out of lying or omitting is basically just speaking to Dane on a practical level, really, is the easiest way. Mm -hmm. Because that's pretty much Dane's MO, or at least what it would be practical for Dane, rather than like any other person. Probably appealing to that side of him. Yeah. Listen, Dane, I know you're, you're concerned about Joe, but if Joe's maybe missing in those minds it's best that we try to figure out what's going on with all of that the less we 
the quicker we get through this, the better. Running around the woods, not having any idea what, where we are or what's going on isn't going to help. I have a vague idea of where we are, at least. Um, Cassandra, I want you to roll... You're kind of doing a roll within a roll here. You can take a plus one on this because you're acting on information for me to bad situation, but I want you to roll manipulate someone on Dane to see if how much you can convince him to be more forthright from here on out. And then... Let me just check. Oh, yeah, that's right, the unnatural appeal. Yeah, well, I guess actually then if you're going to use unnatural appeal, then I do want you to tell me how you use it in this context. Um... I definitely say more along the lines of like, Cassandra's voice kind of like distorts in a way where it kind of sounds like there's someone speaking with them. Yes, yes, like we've done before. Yes. Yeah. You know, someone, okay. someone, yeah, someone guiding their words into just something a little more persuasive. Um, okay, so that's going to be not, that's going to be a twelve. All right. So um, briefly, I'll just read this off. On a 12 plus, they do what you ask. They mark experience and get plus one forward. So, Dan, if you if you would kind of like agree to be more honest, you know, here and kind of disclose, I think that's going to manifest as you actually disclosing how you feel or what actually happened. Then you're going to mark an experience and you're going to take plus one forward to your next roll. Okay. As if Dane needs more experience. <laughs> right. More experience for the boy. I don't right. think Dane's leveled enough in the le- They haven't left in at least an hour. Yeah, right. Dane will kind of like hang their head. (sighs) I figured that this would be the closest personal lead that we would have. I was the last person to see them alive. And it was in this area. And that article was made however long ago. In the time between then, for a normal human, they could not have gone that far. With my speed, I could probably get to wherever they would probably lost and cover the time, cover the space that they would have covered. And with your help, perhaps we could pinpoint where they went lost. And I I am not responsible for them, but I feel some responsibility. I love that admitting guilt, you sort of like said an oxymoron. (laughs) (laughs) I am not responsible for them, but I feel a tinge of responsibility. (laughs) Uh, But Cassandra smiles and it's like, uh, Dane. Uh, you really just are a big old sloppy inside. (laughs) Don't insult me. (laughs) And I'll keep, I'll Um, keep doing it. <laughs> you you have one more read about situation question you can ask. All right then. Um. Well, since Dane has been very honest and like a good little himbo, you know, because I'm just like, oh shit, he actually feels responsible for somebody being, you know, in, in some sort of danger. Um. Let's see. Let's see. 
What would be the best way to protect the victim? So in terms of what's the best way to protect the victim here and trying to read this bad situation, the best way is probably, uh, this isn't particularly novel, is probably going to be to follow Dane's lead and to let Dane sort of try to track them down. The other thing I'll sort of give you is you do have the ability to see spirits, so you could at least confirm if they're dead. <laughs> there is that. Right. Oh, that's fair. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't have a ton to give you on this. I'm trying to be as constructive as I can. I think probably the best way to protect the victims is doing what you can to find what happened to them and, yeah, just helping Dane find them, honestly. All right. A uh, little character thing between them being, like, Cassandra's still on Dane's back, just, like, patting Dane on the shoulder and being like, thanks for being honest with me, bud. Now let's go, let's go find Joe. Yes, let's... Okay, let's give poor Ashton a chance to do a thing. Uh, Ashton's yes. been a very good patient. <laughs> Chris is like, I can't sit and not contribute for a long. No, I, I, I've been having trouble sitting still. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've been fidgeting constantly. Yeah, so Ashton, question, because I will, this way, I at least if I spring anything on you, you won't be mad at me. What do you do with Slurpee? Slurpee stays at home. Okay. Is she safe? Yeah, she is. I'm, to be clear, I don't even have anything super planned at the moment. I just want to know so that if there are any issues, no one can get mad at me for inventing a scenario where Slurpee is not safe without giving you a chance. Please don't put my dog in a burning house again. <laughs> you realize that leaves me with a whole lot of real estate to still navigate re the dog. Please but don't sure. put the dog in danger. <laughs> Slurpee is roaming the woods, consuming everything. The house gets nuked. Uh, the house gets nuked. We're no, all screwed. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be too mean. Or anything, so. Yeah, she's at home. She has. She has. Uh, Ashton made sure to set out some. Uh, some kibble for her. Please tell me. Does she have like toys? Of course. Excellent. He doesn't know where that. He doesn't know where he put them. <laughs> she finds them. <laughs> she's kind of. She stomps her foot a little bit. Yeah, she eventually does find one. Um, so toes. you're we you're driving in the hot rod into town, uh, maybe a little bit after M and Tempest because you know you had to take care of Slurpee a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you tell me where you're headed. He is heading towards the you know like those storage container like areas where like they have like a multiple of them like set up in rows. You have to like before you go in, you have to put in like a little pin code. Mm -hmm. So you can actually go in. It's like one of those places. It's not too far. Probably like a 10 minute drive from where his place is okay. at. And is it in town? Yes. Okay. What's the name of the storage place? Because I feel like this is a small town. It's not going to be a chain. It's going to be like some specific one. Bobbindale's Squares for Sale. <laughs> oh, that was... God damn it. Legendary right over there. Bobbindale's Squares, Squares for, for Sale. sale. Oh, oh, shit, um, that rhymes. You just caught that. That was the best part of the name. I thought that was intentional. Yeah. No. Like, oh, you big old goober. You head there. Before Ashton goes and try and opens this, what is Ashton expecting to see on the other side? Just loose, just broadly, not one-to-one -one everything, but. He's expecting to see lockers and foot lockers and uh, a bike or two that's like been hung up onto like a rack. Maintenance tools or anything of this such. Kind of like a garage, but not a garage. What I get from this, which makes sense given that this is a public, a relatively unsecure place, is that there's not necessarily much, if any, magic stuff here. It's more just useful gear, right? Yep, it's just okay. practical stuff. Okay, I still, and I... 
I don't want to have you rolling this constantly all the time, but I feel like this is appropriate for the, because you're trying to get a piece of gear, right? So this is going to be that interact with the agency role. Yeah, he's trying to get spelunking equipment, which he can probably like get together from the stuff that's in there. I don't think he has specifically spelunking equipment, though he might. I don't know. Depends on how I roll. Yes. Yeah, I think this, is, this seems like a good time to use that roll, I feel like. All right, 2d6. Yay. Oh, shit, that's an 11. <laughs> if I remember correctly, on a 10 plus on that roll, Chris, basically you just sort of get the thing no problems attached. Okay. Um, Give me something just for fun, though, just for flavor. There is something in there that, not necessarily surprised to find it there, but you weren't prepared. Something that reminds you of your mom. What do you see when you open it up? Just something. It can be anything. It can be innocuous. Mm, there's an easel in the corner. Yes. Oh, and Ken, just for funsies, can we say there's a half-finished painting on it? Sure. Mm. I, I, I just like, I like that it, it looks like maybe your mom was doing something here. Maybe one of the last times you visited this place and stored it. Uh, who is it a painting okay. of or what is it a painting of? What's a good person? It's a picture of Dane. <laughs> she was painting Dane. <laughs> the rabbit hole goes deeper. Um. Oh, y'all have no idea how deep the rabbit hole goes. Trust me. <laughs> I'd say she was painting a man with ginger hair and a uh, rather pale complexion. Is that your Scottish friend? <laughs> no, it is not. It is not him. He has uh, ginger hair, pale p- complexion, and uh, green eyes. He looks very haggard. You see the painting of this person. Does Ashton know who this person is? Nope. Does Ashton remember his mom painting this? Not particularly. Okay, but you recognize we talked about your mom's style Uh in fact, do you mind describing for everyone else what your mom's style looks like in the audience? But you and I have talked about this a little bit. You sent me some examples. I did send you examples. Just on right. style painting. <laughs> <laughs> I found the one that I sent you. The one of us who studied art. Celeste, What? what is this? From what I can tell, it looks like oil. Okay. To me, it looks a little impressionistic. Not completely, but like a little bit... Um, not necessarily like hyper detailed, but a little bit rougher on the brush strokes and things like that. Your mom was was a skilled amateur, but you know, an amateur was still you know something she did as a hobby. But you certainly know her style at this point, uh, yeah. and you can you can tell that it's unfinished. You know, like a lot of the brushwork, it's the the face is outlined there enough for you to recognize that it is a face and all that, and to kind of see it, it is outlined, but it is not um, not completely done. How does Ashton feel upon seeing that? Like you said, he wasn't expecting to see it there, though he's not specifically caught off guard by it. He's kind of glad that it's there because he does not remember it being there. And, you know, like that makes him think for a little bit as he uh, goes through the rest of the metal lockers and foot lockers, uh, just throwing gears together. There are a few backpacks, by the way, that he does get. He only gets two backpacks out of the stuff that's in there. So I'm going to say then... Uh, given that you rolled well and everything that you have, as long as it reasonably makes sense and isn't some crazy outlandish item that you probably have the things you would need for a basic spelunking. I was actually going to use like the kind of a little bit of like the explorers pack from like D and D five E as like an example where like like, each pack has like 50 feet of hemp rope. (laughs) It might be some kind of climbing cord. I don't know if we use hemp in current caving. I don't know anything about it, though. There's a few harnesses for being able to belay yourself down surfaces or up surfaces. In one, there is a grappling hook. Like a gun grappling hook or a swingy, swingy grappling hook? Swingy, swingy grappling hook. (laughs) 
the technical term. Ashton has one of those. I wish, I kind of wish I had like a gun grappling hook in real life. I mean, I would let you have a gun grappling hook in the game if you wanted it. Oh no, that's, that's too nice to me. (laughs) No, see, Chris knows if he takes something too nice, I'll punish him for it later. So the poor child is. He's learning. Exactly. I've learned. I've learned. I'm so proud Um, of you. There's headlamps. There's at least uh, four headlamps. Um, Okay. This place wasn't, like, meant to, like, hold spelunking equipment, so he's just, like, throwing stuff together. Yeah. He also found, like, uh, some some chalk, but that's about it. (laughs) Yeah, some chalk so that you can eat it later. Um, (laughs) No! (laughs) You're a little chalk boy, aren't you? (laughs) Just fucking put it on your hand. Failsafe's little chalk champ. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Um... So Chris, I'm so sorry. But, so much pain. Uh, Don't be so sorry. Pain. Don't apologize. So this is um, fail-safe not anybody else's. <laughs> yeah, so what I was going to say is the other thing that you know, Ashton, um, based off the Winnebago, is that there is a workshop. So if you even just had supplies or other things like that, you could probably jerry- help with some Tempest's help. You could jerry-rig some stuff if you needed to. Okay. Since you don't have to necessarily have spelunking equipment in here, but you could probably take some stuff you do have and modify it. Yeah, okay. And he'll uh, he'll just take those two uh, backpacks once they're set with all their gear and throw that in there into his trunk. Okay. And uh, the other thing that I will give you, I think this would hopefully be understood, but just so we're clear, unless something dramatic changes, you'll have access to this shed for as long as you're here. So if you need to come back and grab something, the only um, complication will be the time or any other potential concerns at the moment. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um... I guess while he's here, he'll also grab a crowbar just in case. Okay. Always good to have a crowbar just in case. So you go out and you load some of this up into your car as you're headed out. Bob or Dale, you're not sure which is behind the counter. And I love that. Bob and or Dale. <laughs> Bob and or Dale. Yeah. Bob Dale. They have a name tag on, but it's been smudged off, so you can't quite tell. <laughs> Bob Dale. <laughs> like, oh, uh, do you, uh, you need any help there, mister? Getting your stuff out? Uh, no, I'm all good. Thank you, though. I, uh, luckily, all my stuff was uh, still here, or at least the stuff I was looking for. Um, we got good security here. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah uh, uh, no, it's fine. You, uh, you find, so you find everything back all good, all, all stored up the same? Yeah, uh, we've, yeah, I mean, uh, I think my mother, uh, actually, you know, like, uh, bought out that specific spot, um, but yeah, I was just looking for some, uh, tools, I didn't have any over at the house, so. Oh, you, uh, you from out of town, mister? Uh, kinda, yeah, uh, I have a family home, I have a family home around here, like, a little getaway, you know? Oh, yeah, well, it's, uh. Good to see you in Portera again. Uh, I'm Bobdell. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just said my name was Bobdell. Uh, uh-huh. Well, uh... <clears throat> nice to, uh... Yeah, it's nice to be back. Yeah, just, uh, um... Are you, uh, looks like... I'm looking at your records. It actually looks like your, uh... Looks like your, uh... Contract's about to, um... I run out on the, on the thing. You want to you wanna renew that? Uh, 
Remind me how much it's going to be. Oh, God, I'm going to have to look at how much a fucking storage container costs. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on for how long, too. just because we don't want to be corrected. I don't want anyone in my mentions later, like, well, you know, storage containers are actually way more expensive. But, like, suspend your disbelief. We live in a monster world. The average cost of a 10 by 10 storage unit is about 100 a month. 100 a month. <laughs> yes. And actually, um, and he says, uh, yeah, you actually might have... Uh, you might want to, um, you might want to definitely renew it. There's actually, there was a company by here every day. They were trying to buy up some extra storage space. So they'll probably, uh, you don't renew it. I'm sure they'll jump on it right quick. Ah, well, um, yeah, actually, it actually, sorry. It actually looks a little bit like, uh, oh yeah. I meant to tell you actually a little bit, uh, late on the payments. We were going to contact the number we had on file. We couldn't find anyone. It's a good thing you came by this morning. Oh. They were actually looking at, uh, getting up all the spots. So we would have, you know, would have been sold off. Yeah, um, yeah, um, I guess I'll, uh, I can pay it for next three months, maybe. All right, um, you got a card, you're gonna pay in cash, what are we gonna do here? I do have my card, I think. Just give me one moment. And he will reach over to his glove box, and, uh, he will open it up, and, like, in it, uh, Bob's uh, probably won't see it, but like, there's like a fucking slew of cards in there, <laughs> cards and like identification and all that shit. Yeah. And he'll just like ruffle his hand around in there, and like he'll go like, oh, fucking which one? He'll pull out a wallet. All right, there you go. Just reach it out the window. It's like a national bank or whatever card. Yeah. Okay, you do that, and this is what I'm going to give you. Your card's been declined. Fuck! Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I actually would be kind of funny if the first card was declined. You have to, like, reach in and grab a number. That would be very Ashton sort of thing. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I have another one. <laughs> How many cards you got, mister? We're, like, six cards deep. <laughs> yeah, eventually you find a card, and then, um, then you hear the door open behind you. The door? Oh, because it's like a... That's what I've been picturing. So what I was imagining is it's like most places where they have a station like at the front. You have to put in like a pin number and then like they let you in. Um, Okay, so it's like a booth, not a physical office. Yeah, yeah, but there is like a person standing in a booth. Got it. Um, I can work with that. Um, And this is what I'm going to say. It's like a two-way booth, right? And you're headed out of it. Yeah. Um, And then another car pulls up and you actually see that it is a van with a green leaf logo on the side of it. And Bobdale, uh, or Dale Bob, Bob um, <laughs> looks over and says, uh, "I'll be a few. I'll be a few in a minute, Mister." And you're, you are kind of probably looking at your own stuff. And you maybe haven't even looked up to see the van. When you hear the voice that responds, you immediately look up because you hear, "Don't worry, it's no problem. I can wait here for a bit." Oh god, my god! Fucking damn it! Oh, oh my god! god. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the part where everyone is mad at Dane for making this character permanent. <laughs> you motherfucker, somebody has to kill him so we can be free. So the booth is like in the middle. Ashton is on one side pulled up and then he, it, I, I can't see them, I imagine, on the other side of the booth. But I can see like that there's a van there if I were to look up. Uh, well, actually, you tell me. So you look up and you look. I think... Um, I think you could pretty easily look in the windshield of the car. Okay. Like, he'll, um, like, look, but not look. Like... Um... 
Okay, so I guess this is intriguing because lo- looking, right, mm-hmm. is not particularly hard to do, but you're trying to look subtly, right? Yes, like out of the corner of my eye. This would be like a read a bad situation type of thing, right? That's what I'm getting from this. Okay. Yeah, I- you're trying to get some info, but trying to remain concealed about it. And actually, don't you have tactical genius? Doesn't that change that? Yes, plus cool instead of sharp. Okay, good, because I rolled a five. <laughs> yeah, so I think this is Ashton. Ashton has a yeah. positive sharp modifier. Yeah. I, I imagine that your mother, um, I imagine that your mother probably taught you how to be like, you know, inconspicuous and like stay yeah, things out and but stuff. But like so, my, yeah. I had rolled a five and if I was adding sharp, I would have been only six. But if I'm adding cool, because like I have that, then it's going to be eight. Okay. Which is better. <laughs> yes, it is decidedly better. You get to ask me one question then from that list. Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? I'm going to give you a couple things. Because I noticed him. You noticed him. You noticed the van. I'll give you like a little bit of contextual info. Earlier, Bobdale, who is a one, another wonderful character that has been breathed into existence now. Bobdale. He mentioned that a company was coming by to buy up storage spots. Your yes. intuition suggests that it was this. So I'm going to give you two kind of main areas of info here in terms of dangers you haven't noticed. It would seem weird for a company, particularly one as decently equipped as the Greenleaf Corporation to need additional storage. The fact that your contract was running up and that they wanted your spot suggests that they knew where your stuff was potentially. Ah, shit. Um, <laughs> Please stay away from my things. And so, hey, you probably prevented that danger by buying it up again. Although, <laughs> you know, if they want your stuff, they might be able to get it. Yeah, yeah they could probably just be like, we now own Bob, Dale, Bob and Dale's. So that's a danger. Squares for sale. Knock them over the head and shoot off the padlock. It won't be that hard. <laughs> the other danger that I am going to tell you about is that you peek over and Bitch Boy is driving the car. Is there um, anyone else in the car? In on the passenger side, you see I. It is Trisha, though you would you would recognize her from having tried to buy your house. Um, and just the other sort of contextual thing I'll give you because you know, dangers we haven't noticed is pretty broad, and this is helpful. Bitch boy seem to hate this company. The fact that he is and he's wearing you can actually see he's wearing a uniform. Something is fucky about that. You don't know what. But something's fucky about that it. That doesn't sound right. This boy got norded. I am devoted to the company. I am devoted to the company. <laughs> and this is how today's capitalism sucks metaphor. Go on. Yes. Your car is kind of conspicuous, so they might notice, but you can probably at least prevent them from seeing your face and confirming it. But on the other hand, you know, if they're after here for your stuff, that probably it would stand to reason they might even know that you might be coming here. So you don't even know how much subtlety is going to do you at this point. So, but it's up to you on how to act on that. You know what? You know what? Ashton doesn't care. He doesn't care. No. <laughs> I care. So what he do you do, Ashton? He doesn't care. You know what? He'll fucking, like, look out his window a little bit, make sure that, like, he catches one of their eyes and just fucking waves. <laughs> Bitch Boy sees you. We joked about this a couple episodes ago of, like, you'd see him in the town and you'd be like, you... There's less of that reaction than you're expecting. Really? The other thing that you notice is Trisha, Trisha gives you a slight smile and waves back. And then something occurs to you and kind of building off of the dangers we haven't noticed. 
It seems weird as to why she would come by here, like, and they're not particularly being subtle. And you realize she's not a trying to be subtle. This is not subterfuge. This is, she is making a statement that I know where your shit is, and this is what I can do to people if they cross me. So maybe you should think twice next time. <laughs> I was not quite expecting this whole scene to go this way, but this has been very fun. No, if he, if he sees someone who's like, who he does not like, not to say that he doesn't particularly like Bitch Boy, but he doesn't. But I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting a whole little fun section where it would just be banter back and forth, and I did not get that. You robbed me of that, Dana. How do you feel? <laughs> Fine. If you want to talk to Bitch Boy, you can. You can, you can try. You can try. Eternal words of a DM. No, um, I think what will happen is um, Ashton will look to Badia. Hey, um, you know, on second thought, um, I actually think uh, I'm fine with uh, not paying for it. It's not like I really need it anymore. Oh, do you want to get the rest of your stuff out of it first? Uh, no, I already got all that I needed out of it. If uh, you guys want to give it to whoever buys it next or whatever, that's fine with me. Oh, well, we, uh... Oh, okay, well, we appreciated your patronage. Of course, yeah. Just doing my part. L- looks over at the van as he says that. <laughs> okay, this is an intriguing power play. I really hope you didn't leave anything in there that Dana could use to stab you. It's like, you may have, you may know where my shit is, but you don't know where my good shit is. Oh, you know, I like, I like this sort of <laughs> counterpoint back. She looks maybe a little annoyed at that. Um, yes. Yes. Lady. <laughs> um, yeah, and so then I assume you just drive, right? Yeah, he takes his card back from Bardell and he go and he just looks over to the van and he goes, "Everyone have a nice day." Uh, people are going missing lately. I don't know what that's about. And then he just drives off. <laughs> So that whole exchange couldn't have taken Ashton super long. Um, so we'll probably cut back to him soon at some point. But I guess just in terms of cycling Please back. Please tell me you go to the pet store and get Slurpee Sam for goddamn toys. <laughs> no, after that, he thinks about maybe going to go meet up with uh, Dane and Cassandra. Okay, that's great. That'll get everyone together. But Tempest and M, you two are still in the library when the young woman who was the staffer there behind the desk, the librarian or whatever, comes up. It's like, oh, are, are you guys, uh, are y'all finding everything okay? Yes, thank you. I, I didn't get your name. Oh, sorry. My name, uh, my name is Zara. Nice to meet you. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, are so. y'all, uh, sorry, I hope this isn't noisy. Are y'all like, uh, you, usually we get like a pretty, I kind of know everyone who comes in. Are y'all like uh, new or y'all doing some research or something? Yes. Oh, cool. What, uh, what is, um, what are, what are y'all looking at? This looks really cool. Um, more of a personal interest project, but I was interested in the, uh, sort of folklore in the area and specifically surrounding the mines. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 Okay. Um, um, yeah, no, the mines, the mines are super cool. So the, uh, the Bearskin Mine was actually founded in like 18, uh, 1866 and, um, was owned by, uh, was owned by the Motley Mining Company, and uh, it ran for about 100 years. And um, so I don't know why I didn't tell you all this earlier. I was really into opossums. So sorry about that. I was reading opossums. Opossums are actually really cool. Um, So opossums. I agree. um, (laughs) (laughs) Tempest is nodding along. A a fellow spirit who wants the info dump about their uh, their special interest. Here's the thing. 
Here's the thing. I can have more than one autistic character on the show. <laughs> you should, God damn No one is stopping you. No one stopping you. No, 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 this was literally me. That was me and Tempest both being appreciative of this. Yes. So actually a female possum is called a Jill and a male possum is called a Jack and a young possum is called Joey's. Isn't that like the cutest thing ever? Oh. A group of possums is called a passel, actually. And possums can live up to 11 years. Um, They're nocturnal. They live mostly in the hollows of tall trees. But the common ringtail possum builds a nest known as like, uh, they build these little nests in bushes and trees. Possums are really, really cool. They're not really appreciated enough. It makes me kind of sad sometimes. I've been really into possums lately. I love this. Yeah, they're certainly, you know, one of those animals that, I always find that it's like the animals that end up being able to survive in suburban environments that are looked down on, even though they've just, the ones who managed to adapt to us. It seems weird to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, Mines, 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 you were asking about Mines. Um, yes. You should talk to my friend, uh, I, mean, I think I'll be okay with talking about it. You should talk to my friend Gus. Um, uh, he- uh, uh, Gus, you say? Um, I, think, I think I might know a Gus around here. What, what, what's their last name? Oh, um, yeah, so uh, his last name is Stevens. Uh, he's my- uh, I, I volunteer at the the nursing home, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm actually I'm actually a medical student uh, in one of the college, uh, in, in nearby, and um, I volunteer there uh, pre med actually. I'm close though. I'm gonna graduate soon. Um, so uh, thanks. Um, and yeah, so he uh, he actually used to uh, work there. He knows a lot about that stuff. Um, he talks to me about it sometimes. Uh, you know that would. Be really helpful. I, he might be in, like, are, is this for like a newspaper or something or like a report? Just, just, yeah, just research. Not, not anything journalism wise, just personal interest. And I have a, I have a friend who's doing um, some work on this. I told them I'd look into it while I was out here. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I can, I can talk to Gus next time I go. Are, where are y'all, uh, what's your name, by the way? Sorry, I didn't get yours. Hi, I'm Tempest. Um, oh. Uh, and then M's like a M and extends their hand and they, they, they shake. <laughs> yeah, no, um, you, uh, I, I, my shift is going to be, um, it's just, I'm again, I'm, I'm kind of volunteering here. So my shift will be over in, in a bit, but I will be, uh, I'm going to be at the, the center. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, let me, uh, let me give, write down, uh, an address for you. And she gets out a, a pen and she starts writing down. And the address, she gives you an address. Tempest, give me a name of a road. Bayberry. All right, it's on Bayberry Road. It is an interfake center. And Zara tells you, yeah, I, I volunteer here too. I'm going to be there probably later today. Um, yeah, you should come by sometime. And uh, Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds very helpful. Thank you. Okay, sorry. I got um, to go put some of the books back. And also I got I was almost done with my book on possums. But I'll uh, let me know if you guys need any more help or anything. Great. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Uh, I gotta remember to get her voice higher. It's, I have to jump around range-wise so much. Um, <laughs> one thing you notice. Mm-hmm, Mr. Gus Stevens. So obviously that, yes, that was not subtle. But go on. I, I, yes. Earlier I said, let me make up a name. I was not making up a name. I was using a name I already had prepared. Mm-hmm. But one thing you notice, Tempest, is M seemed fine when she came over. I was talking to her, didn't seem annoyed. When you look back now, something that Zara has said, M seems slightly more on edge upset annoyed you can't quite tell something is soured in their face a little bit what's what is it what's going on what uh, uh sorry um i don't know i just got a bad vibe there for a second 
this enough? I mean, trust your instincts, but if we can talk to this guy, that would be really helpful on knowing yeah. what we're up against. Yeah, probably would. Um, yeah, so, uh... It's like, it's not like there's anything really going on in this town, so it should be fine, right? Yeah, probably. Um... Yeah, sorry, spaced out there for a sec. Uh, okay, so we figured out, um, we figured out where, uh, we know we got to talk to this Gus guy at some point. That's helpful. Mm -hmm. We know it's probably something, and she's kind of like probably taking some notes on this YouTube review. We know there's probably yeah. something in the mines, um, maybe more than one thing. We know the mines might shift around on us, so maybe we should look into the, the riddle and the map yeah. and all that good shit. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. It said mount, it like something about a view, right? Like maybe we need to get up somewhere high. Yeah. Um. I don't know. We could ask. We could ask her. Where Where could you get the best view from in this town? Yeah. Why don't Why don't you ask Why don't you ask her that, and maybe we can talk to the others and see what to do. Yeah, I think that they will go up at like they'll they'll pack up the books that they don't need and put them on the cart to be reshelved as you are meant to do. Having worked at a library before, yes, that is what you should do. Mm-hmm. And or might no, they don't have a library card. They they they'll just have like taken pictures of the relevant passages and taking pictures of the titles because they can't take the books with them. And just like um, we were we're not really from around here. Uh, if we were looking to get, like, a decent view of the whole place, where would you say? Roll me. I almost want to give you a plus one because she's autistic and knows a bunch of stuff. But, um, <laughs> but roll me. Uh, um, plus one to the info dump. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, just roll me a straight up. Um, and you don't get a plus one forward on this thing because you already spent that earlier. But roll me an investigative mystery to see what info you can find out on this. Okay, that's not great. That's a five. I'm going to... Remind you of this, you can totally, especially since you seem to really want to know this, you can spend a luck point here. All right. Um, Are there consequences for that? Yes. Expert special. When you spend a point of luck, you discover something happening now is related to something you were involved in years ago. I have something very fun for this if you want to spend this. Hmm. Fuck it. Yeah. She has a moment where she looks confused. Or not, not confused, but she's thinking. It's like, mm, mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Uh, God, I don't know why I didn't think of this sooner. Um, you, you, you want uh, you want Lookout Point. Great. Uh, where, yeah, no, it's that? actually, it's really, really cool. Um, okay, so it's a, it's a maybe um, about an hour away. Uh, and um, it's actually, it's yeah, it's like one of the big tourist attractions around here. There's, there's Lookout Point and there's Rock City nearby. And if you go to Lookout Point and you stand up and you pick a good day, you can actually see seven states from on top of it. It's a whole that big thing. That's perfect. Yes. Thank you. As a reminder, because Tempest would probably know this better than you would, the riddle mm -hmm. said the watchman sees the five plus two. Exactly. Yes. I, I checked it twice to make sure I remembered it. Took it. Me a second. <laughs> I was like, wait. Yeah. It's almost like I, I've been here before. It's just like I want to pull something fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Rock City because I've been to Rock City. Oh, hey, this is a question. place. I thought this I was, was no, one of the other ones. Lookout you made point up. is a real place you can go to. You can see seven states on a good day. Tempest, you get a phone call right after she gives you that revelation. Um, you see the phone calls from Melody. They will answer and they'll be like, hi. 
Hey, kid. Um, how's how's all the analysis going? Slow, but okay. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, dude. I just wanted to say, uh, I have some good news. Um, one of our one of our grants got renewed. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, it's the one I. I can't remember if we talked about this one. It's the one from. Uh, it's one of those ones they're doing. Uh, the Greenleaf Foundation is doing some. Uh, <laughs> I some research. Um, yeah, it's it's that one. It's actually. Um, I don't. Uh, we hadn't talked about, uh, I can't remember if I told you this or not, there was, there was actually that grant that got us, um, it was kind of, a, it was a great thing, it got us some of the funding to go to that La Basin trip, you know, where everything kind of went off the rails a little bit, sorry, didn't mean to bring that up. Um, yeah, well, yeah. fine. No, but we got it, uh, we got it renewed, um, they are, uh, so, you know, if, I think once ever, you know, you get this kind of stuff done, take a little bit of space back, we should have money when you want to come back on the project. That sounds great. Awesome. Um, yeah, and no, I, I just wanted to give you the good news. I wanted to check in on how you're doing. Um, um yeah, I, I'm okay. Yeah, uh, how is, how's Smintage? Um, it's fine. Taking a day off, actually. Andy has this old, like, Winnebago and is like, I don't know, go see mountains or something. Clear your head. Oh. He's got weird ideas, but, you know, it's nice. Um, oh, he gave you a Winnebago? He's so weird about money. I'm going to find yeah, a way to give it back. That is like Andy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I tried uh, to pay for it and he wouldn't let me. Yeah, that sounds like Andy. Um, you, you know that since she used to work for him, she has not told you this, but the tone in her voice mm -hmm. <laughs> implies that it's from some form of experience. <laughs> also was given vehicle <laughs> maybe not quite that but who knows um he gave me a private jet <laughs> and he's not that loaded take the family winnebago and go on a vacation why don't you <laughs> well you know don't don't take too many days off you know get, get your stuff done oh i'm still i'm still working oh good, good just good, good. scenic locale or something yeah sure oh. you know sometimes good to get a change of scenery um Okay, uh, but yeah, I just want to give you the good news, um, so, you know, we can thank the Greenleaf Corporation for a little bit more money, I guess. I guess we can. <laughs> All right, well, I gotta get, I gotta get back, um, to get some yeah. more analysis and stuff of done, course. but, um, I'll, I'll touch base again sometime soon. Stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> Don't keep, uh, do it, keep best. your nose out of trouble, right? Just keep focused on your science. Uh-huh. Don't get eaten by anything up there. <laughs> I promise. All right. Killer clams. <gasps> Killer clams. Oh, yeah, Tempest like looks physically pained. Motherfucker. What's up, dude? Emma's gathered up some of the books. I think you all are getting ready to head out, probably. My advisor letting me know the good news. We got another grant approved, and guess where the money came from? I'll give you two, and the first one won't count. I, I don't think I need. I don't think I need to guess. Um, and apparently, that's where the money came from for the one that I went on, where saw a monster and ruined my whole life. Oh, shit. So... <laughs> Cassandra somewhere in the void. <laughs> um, uh, all right, well, that's, she kind of does like the fingers interlacing thing. I guess that's like nice, uh, everything's nice and connected. I hate that. Yeah, you're gonna want to get used to that too. Mm. Noted. Unenthusiastically. 
I can read your emotions. You don't you don't need to like add the subtext to it. I can pick up on it. Yes, it was just for the sake of um, emphasis. This sucks. What are we gonna do about it? Emphasis. How dare you? She seems proud of the pun that she has made. <laughs> yeah, Tempest rolls her eyes. What are we gonna do about it? About the fact. Are we doing anything about it? The, the fact that fact you have these guys seem to be involved in literally everything supernatural. We already kind of knew that, didn't we? I don't like this getting this close to everything about us. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to be done, though. So. And let the others know, though. Yeah, we should. Uh, we probably want to. Yeah. Are you headed out of the library at this point, right? Is that fair? Yeah, I would okay. say. Okay. Yeah, this probably have taken you a, a couple hours of, of reading and research to kind of do to pile together. Like I said, the getting books and stuff was a little bit of effort or just like, you know, cross-referencing sources and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at that point a van goes by and you see again, nice bright white van, nice dark green leaf logo on the side. Oh, God fucking damn it. Really? Is canonically everyone seeing this at the same time? Give or take, probably, yeah. I think Ashley might have actually seen it first because I can't imagine your whole adventure took too long. Oh, no, it was really quick. Em definitely looks a little stressed upon seeing this. Like, fuck, I was really hoping we were going to get a break. No such luck, right? We should tell the others. Yeah, we should. Um, I'm... Do you want to, I can give him a call and see. Yeah, uh, sounds good. Actually, here, you, do you mind calling, uh, you call uh, Cassandra and I'll, I'll give, actually, no, you, you call Ashton and I'll give Cassandra a call. Good thinking. And yeah, they will. Okay. Ashton, I think you probably get a call from Tempest as you are headed probably up to meet Cassandra. All right. Um, can we just say that Ashton has set ringtones for everyone already? Oh, that's it's like I know what phones are again now. Yes, I will use this to its full potential. What would uh, what is he, uh, Tempest's, Tempest's ringtone? ringtone? Yeah, he said um, <laughs> he sent Tep- Tempest to uh, Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> under the sea, under the yeah, sea, I was under, like the sea under the, the sea, under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Down two seconds of that we can play before getting copyright struck for the house. It's okay. It's covered. It's a cover. Yeah. We can get Clyde to do it. He, he, he has the voice to be. <laughs> it, was it, it, it won't even be like a full. It's probably going to be like a cheesy, like instrumental version with some steel drums or something. Yeah, so that rings. So you hear under the sea. Yeah. Hi, do you want the bad news or the good news? Uh, is the bad news that uh, the fuckers from Smithage are here? <laughs> you ruined my surprise. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hey, do you want to go back and try it again? <laughs> what are we going to do? Well, they, uh, they have my storage unit, but I got there before they did. Is there anything uh, that they can use against you in that storage unit? Not really. I mean, you could beat me over the head with, like, a, a wrench, maybe, but... I mean, you could probably Weird kill me with something shit. in there. No, no, what? Who do you think I am? The weird man with a bunch of storage units full of weird stuff. You're not wrong. I'm not going to admit it, though. Um, <laughs> but you just admitted it. I think you just did. Go on. Yeah. Um, fun thing. 
Um, you remember Bitch Boy? Uh-huh. I love that the party calls him that and not just us. Yeah, right? Who, who, who t- t- am I supposed to know who that is? <sighs> he sounds like this. Oh, <laughs> that Bitch Boy, yes. Why were you yeah, Italian? He's, uh, <laughs> he, um... He's working for the uh, corporation now. I thought... Wasn't he all blustering about how big corporation ruins small town glory? Yeah, I don't know if you've heard about this. It's called capitalism. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, I gave you a second. I was expecting that. (laughs) Another thing. Yes, go on. Uh, she, uh, he was with uh, the lady who wanted to buy my house before it burned down. The one who was trying to, who planted that weird magic card on Andy. And I, I would imagine so. I wasn't there for it. For the same corporation that yeah. is giving money to Melody to investigate areas where there's monsters. This is bigger than I thought. Ashton. Uh, yeah, it uh, it would seem that way. Though, uh, her and I uh, had a uh, nice little exchange, and uh, wait, you know, she I'm saw on... you? Well, yeah, she pulled up right next to me. Well, technically, bitch boy pulled up next to me. She was sitting in the passenger seat. Doesn't I waved matter. to them. She waved back. So she knows we're here. Yeah, she knows we're here. And she knows why. Presumably. Which makes it, what, a race? I would think so. They want whatever's in that mine. And we have... Not say we kill it before we get that they get it. Less than a six-hour head start. And they have resources and money and lots of people and fans. Yes. And apparently, not very scrupulous ideas of morality. Am I missing anything? Uh, no. I think what you are missing, though, is what we have. Which is... Uh, well, first of all, we have Cassandra with her wacky magic possession thing. Uh, there has to be like a better title I can put on that. That has to go better. We have Dane. I mean, that, that, I feel like that's all that needs to be said there. And most of all, you have me. I mean, <laughs> come on. Okay. <laughs> So, and and we are outnumbered badly. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Kill him? This does not seem Maybe. like we have a plan here. <laughs> All right. Best way I think you could go about this. And he goes, hold on, I'm making a turn. And you just hear... <laughs> best way for you to go about this is to probably forget that the Greenleaf Corporation is here entirely. Okay. I know, mate, just like put it out of your brain. Alright. And? Just deal like this, like it was normal. Actually, don't deal like it. That might get you dead. Uh, deal, deal, follow our lead. Follow my lead. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. If I'm doing something, it's bound to be right. Is it? 
I love Ashton. No. I love him so much. I'm going to be honest with you. Coming from the guy who had a car full of roadkill, you're not inspiring too much confidence, but okay. I'm trying my best. <laughs> That's all we can do. Yep. I am uh, on my way to go find Cassandra and Dane. I got some... Uh, I guess I got some spelunking equipment, but uh, it's not really anything uh, impressive. Uh, if you could, give them a call and, uh, oh, yeah. let Adam's them know I'm on them. my way. Oh, good. Uh, all right, then, uh, just let Greeny know then. That, that's gonna wear thin pretty quick. What? Greeny. What? Hmm, whatever. Take it up with them. I'll let them know. All right. <sighs> I think at the same time this call happens, Anne is calling like Cassandra, and I, I, cell service is spotty, but it is not completely unavailable. And I think you happen to be maybe relatively high up, which probably helps you out a little bit. Yeah. So your your phone rings, Cassandra, and if you pick it up, I assume you yep. get him. Okay. Hey. Um. Uh. So me and uh, me and Tempest got some shit uh, done in town. We got a couple leads. Um. Uh, we know. We know where we're supposed to go. We think for the map. And we uh, we know where um, we have a potential lead. Some some old guy who apparently was involved in the mine or something. Um, apparently, we can go talk to him later on if we want to. So, um, and uh, shit. Um, uh, yeah. Also, also the the green leaf uh, shitheads are here. I like to think the first thing Ed would hear was just this whooshing sound. <laughs> Estine <laughs> um, is running. Yeah, are you okay? It's, are, is there a storm or something there? No, I'm. I'm taking a ride on Dane. Dane's running. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Clyde. <Clyde. laughs> <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> I, I love the like Clyde is my running in the most cartoonish way possible. I love like, the like rounding a corner like lean to Yeah, so we have to jump over like a little bit of a little Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we saw. They're, yeah, they're they're at the front of. Or they're at the entrance of the mine. So, yeah. Why are they? Huh. Yeah, knowing them, they know the shit that's going on. They know something happening with monsters is going on in there. For some reason, Did they're trying to interact with it. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's not surprising if annoying. Um, yeah. So uh, I think. Do you want us to come meet with you? We can do something else with one of the leads we have. Um, do y'all need help right now? Uh, no, actually, we're pretty good right now. Um, we can we can meet up with you, like back back at the house. Okay, okay, sounds good. I'll let I'll let Tempest know. Uh, did Tempest let? M know that Ashton was uh, Yes, towards... I think Tempest would have ca- passed along. I'm trying to think. I think the conversation's kind of happening in parallel, and I think probably you pass. Yeah, I, I think that Tempest leans over and says whatever Ashton said. Minus the greeny part, maybe. <laughs> Minus the greeny part. Yes. By the way, uh, Ashton is um, 
apparently coming to meet up with y'all, so I don't know. You can sort that out. I mean, I'll try to call him, but like, we're in the middle of the woods. All right. Oh, well, I mean, I was able to get you, so hopefully. All right, there. Okay. We'll cut then to the two of you, Cassandra, on Dane's back. Dane, you're trying to follow a trail, right? Yeah. Kind of following the trail, just doing like the not the full on sprint that they were doing the previous night, um, but they are um, going at a, a at a hefty pace. Yeah, so I want to emphasize this trail that you're following. Kind of goes in and out of the woods. There are moments where you're kind of more in like the cliffside, where you can kind of see out across the valley, and then there are moments maybe you're a little bit more in the woods. Go ahead and roll me then an investigative mystery since you're trying to track this path down. You can take a plus one forward because you did what Cassandra said. Hey, that's not bad. That's Aww. a. That's a nine. Hey. <laughs> I love. It. I didn't roll a five. Very happy. Yeah. So you take. So and, proud and that was you. counting the plus one forward you got, right? That is counting. I have all of my bonuses. Yes. <laughs> yes. Taking everything you can take. So you get to ask me. I assume you're going to ask where did it go. That is the most logical thing to ask her. Since you can ask one question. Okay. You are tracking it. Um. Actually, I will say, uh, Cassandra, if you want to do anything to help out, you could bump this up to a 10. Um, you don't have to. I'm just letting you. Yeah, I can't think of anything at the moment, so. That's fine. Okay, maybe you're busy talking on the phone while Dan's yeah, doing this. Yeah, trying, um, trying to get Ashton. <laughs> yeah, you follow the path, Dane. Something very, very strange happens is the path seems to just... Stop, and you're, you're at one of those points where it's a little bit more on like a on kind of the cliff side. The path seems to, to stop weirdly abruptly, but and you're able to kind of stop before you do anything to mess with the end of the trail so that your footprints don't obscure it. You see several other footprints that seem to come almost from the side and they go towards the cliff side a little bit. And then you can almost see what looks like dig marks in the sand as if a body was drug. And then these footprints go off into the side of the cliff, and then they just stop at the side of the cliff. There is no sign that they went anywhere else, if that makes sense. No footprints, at least. Cassandra, look. Hmm. And Dane will point out, uh, kind of illustrate, there are foot track, there are footsteps coming from the side, and body dragged, and then it just stops. Do you think? Hmm. Hmm. Unless they just flew away. Should I look, look, or should I leave it? What's Cassandra's gut feeling uh, going on? How is it going on about it? Gut feeling regarding what? Um, in terms of, so this is up towards like the cliff side. Is it, is it, it feel like they're like closer to what's causing their, you know, usual like initial feeling of bad thing? Yeah. To me, this feels like you rolling and investigate a mystery based off of your powers, right? Right. Yeah. Now I, I'm going to emphasize here also, uh, you know, I haven't had to do it in a bit. Anything that kind of involves your powers in some way, shape or form, you can do the whole, I want to take a plus one in advance of this or the minus one later. Kind of shied away from that in the past few rolls, which is fine because I haven't brought it up, but it is an option here if you really want to get something out of this. Uh, I think I'll hold it off for this one. Okay, that's fair. 
But you are still using your powers, right? Yes. Okay, that is... That's a 10. All right, you get to ask me two questions then. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Where did it go? You can sense ghosts, right? Mm-hmm. You feel presences. You can't pinpoint them with a ton of precision, but they're on the other side of this cliff wall, in inside the mountain, which implies the way that the trail ends means that currently the mountain is a sh- is a is a solid cliffside and you don't see signs that a door or a hidden thing was opened on the side it seems like somehow the best you can think of it is as if the mountain opened up for whatever took these people or took this person inside of it there's ghosts in the cliff <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful there's ghosts in them their hills hills have eyes too <laughs> There's ghosts in the cliff. Yeah, some somehow. I guess you can say there is a way for the mountain to open up and bring them in. Not exactly sure. Ghosts are weird. I don't imagine the mountain will open up for me. But then again, maybe if I hit it hard enough, <laughs> <laughs> just like Steve Minecraft. Um, you do get you do get one more question. Just so we're clear. one more question. Um, hmm. So what is being concealed here? I'm trying to. Th- so, get, do you want to give me any a little bit more detail on that? Like when you say um, what's being concealed in terms concealed of here? like if there's anything that they could find that maybe has a little more clues as to getting something solid through that through that mountain, like a person or any other object. Okay. Um, Dane, is it okay to say that maybe Dane would try to, like, hit the mountain a little bit? Oh, yeah. Dane is already taking Cassandra off his back and just, like, setting them aside and just, like, all right. And then, like, Dane is, like, cracking knuckles and stretching, kind of, like, throwing a couple practice punches. Okay. This is what I'm going to say happens. Um, Is Dane begins to punch the mountain. And Cassandra, for a bit, you're like, oh, Jesus, fuck, please don't. This is not helping. I mean, maybe you decide how you react, but that's how I think Cassandra would react. <laughs> the mountain breaks. <laughs> well, well, Chris, actually. Um, no. <laughs> what happens is, Dane, you're punching it, and something strange happens. The mountain quivers a little bit. And uh, some rubble, actually, like some stuff sloughs away from the cliffside. And maybe Dane's has moments like, yes, I can cross a rock slide. Oh, yeah. I'm oh so- yeah, that's absolutely his reaction. He just goes, oh, I've always wanted to kill a mountain. <laughs> um, and and when, you, when you say that, so inter- interestingly enough, sort of falls away, looks like a tunnel. At first you think it's a regular rock tunnel. And then as you, cause, and, but the sides are this, this dark black color, like even darker than rock. And Cassandra, if, if you're okay with this, I think what you, you do is maybe you reach out and like look at the sides and touch it. And it's weird because your hand goes away and y- you, um, y- you see this, this dark suit on your, your hands like, like coal dust, but the mountain, the, the side of it sort of feels rocky, but almost feels a little weirdly fleshy. It's a very strange sensation. Thanks, I hate it. Then what I'm gonna say is when that when that thing on the side sloughs off, you see that tunnel for a bit. And then this is what happens is the tunnel seems to contract 
almost on itself and it's beginning to close in. You have time to potentially try to crawl in or stop it if you want to, but it looks like it's contracting. Currently, it's big enough for like several people to get inside comfortably, presumably whoever abducted poor Joe, but it is shrinking and the whole, the mountain almost creaks. And the other thing I'll give you is as the, as the mountain creaks, more, more rubble starts to come up, like more like there's like smaller landslides around the area too. Dane looks at Cassandra. <laughs> yes or no? Cassandra's like, fuck this shit. I'm not getting trapped in tunnels. <laughs> Oh, damn it. It's no, there were no help dead, Dane. Well, no, I'm no help dead. You, but... Dane, do you, I, there's not going to be a role here for Cassandra. Do you, do you, do you go along with this? <sighs> Dane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to roll for it because Dane is like, I want to fucking oh, your kill this pride, man. Your pride, yes. Thank you. I appreciate that about you, Clyde. Yeah, I, it's like I, Dane wants to kill the fucking mountain so bad. So act under pressure <laughs> to try to resist your pride. Oh, no, the himbo. Ah, uh, well, wait, hold on. That is, uh, mm, that, what is my, that is cool. It's a nine. Okay, um, I have something very fun. Dane, Yeah. there's actually gonna be another role that you have to to do here, which is gonna be fun, which I actually finally get to work this in. You hesitate a bit, Dane. You manage to resist, like the mouths are like, come on, man, don't let her tell us what to do again. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, right. and you hesitate, but your hand reaches for a sec. And then what happens is another hand reaches out from the mine, except this hand and this arm, it is a somewhat humanoid shape for sure, but it looks like it's made of coal. It reaches out to grab you and I need you to roll me. This is, this is, I have just like with the luring light, I have come up with a fun custom move for this. Yes, hit me with it, baby. <laughs> want you to roll less tough. Oh no, <laughs> oh no. Oh no! <laughs> what did you get? That's me. so far! <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I love it. Give it to he me. You got a four. Okay. It's a four. Dane? How? Uh, um. Is this happening? Yes, Cassandra is walking out of the tunnel. I don't think you're in the tunnel. I think you just stuck your, unless you want to tell me you were, I think you stuck your, like you kind of touched the sides of it. To Cause look. that's what I was kind of assuming. Okay. And you rolled a five, right? So there is no saving. No, I rolled a four. Roll. I didn't even roll a five. I rolled a four. Okay. Then if there is nothing being done, you see this happen to, to Dane, uh, Cassandra. An arm reaches out and grabs Dane's arm and Dane struggles for a sec. And then that black coal appearance, it starts to spread onto Dane's arm. Shit. And then it spreads across the rest of Dane's body. And suddenly, in a shockingly fast amount of time, Dane is turned head to toe into a humanoid figure made of coal. And then the hand, with no resistance now from Dane, or perhaps what was Dane, gets yoinked into the tunnel, and then the tunnel closes behind both of them. Did I fucking die? Did I'm I clearly just not. fucking die? What the fuck? Again? <laughs> fuck me.
Okay. Sorry, Dana. I'm sorry, I also gotta get back into the damn voice. It's been a while. 